Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. I'm so thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore, and I have a question. In the midst of this increasingly troubled and dark world, can someone be blessed? And the answer is certainly yes for disciples of Messiah Jesus. Even in the difficulties and struggles associated with living in this generation where Bible prophecy is leaping off the pages, which includes a lot of shaking and trouble and difficulties, our Father in Heaven still wants to bless His children who are born again in Messiah Jesus. And it certainly helps to understand our identity as sons and daughters of our spiritual and earthly father, Abraham, to whom the Lord made seven promises. And we're going to look at the third one today as we continue on in this teaching series in my book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant. But first, a word of prayer, O Father in Heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you. Thank you for your roadmap in your word for your people to walk in blessings and joy, even in the midst of struggles and difficulties. We thank you, Father. Please bless every viewer today, Lord Jesus. Amen. Well, the Lord says in that third promise is Genesis 12, that he would make Abraham's, actually at that time, Abram, he changes his name to Abraham later, which we'll talk about in this segment, to make Abram's name great. So the third promise could be a real life game changer for sons and daughters of Abraham. And in previous generations, before this one that we're in right now, a significant cultural norm permeated not only church culture, but Western society in general. It was the concept of having a good name, consisting of more than vocational or economic success. A good name involved not only winning, but doing so by playing by the rules with excellence. Yes, integrity and honor, amongst other virtuous characteristics, accompanied the success of someone who had a good or even a great name. And it's a tragedy that, that fewer in this generation seem to be concerned about having a good name. Yet even worse, having observed the condition of the church or church culture for many years, I'm saddened to say this next statement. Too 
few professing Christ followers are operating under the grace that is available to achieve and maintain a good name. And once again, a bull's eye answer to our dilemma is that of looking to our earthly spiritual father, Abraham. Now there goes a man with a great name. Hallelujah. And before learning about Abraham's name, we first need to understand how someone's name can be truly great. When we think of the, the many names of Elohim, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we see something very interesting. He gives names to himself that reflects what he does in the earth and in his creation. For example, he calls himself Jehovah Rophe, the Lord our healer. And as we've seen in previous programs, he also calls himself Yahweh Savaot, the Lord of hosts or the Lord of the armies of heaven, whereby he executes judgment and unmatched protection for his people. These examples, they show us something. They show us that his name is great because of his testimony. What he's done what he is doing and what he will do in the future is great. He has a great name demonstrated by what he does. These things he does are found in the Bible and we are to learn his ways. Yes, and we're to be and do the things that he does. Hallelujah. According to his testimonies. This would also include keeping his commands he's given in the Bible, which are part of his testimonies for his covenant people. Amen. We then represent the Elohim of the earth to those who live on the earth who are all around us. The way our name is made great is by reflecting the one with the greatest name ever, our great Messiah, Jesus. Can someone say amen? Well, here's three verses that spell this out that are in Psalm 119. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with the whole heart. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies as much as in all riches, and I cling to your testimonies, O Lord. Do not put me to shame. Now, we're going to look at Abraham's name and consider his testimony. Then, We'll look at the power and, and the glory of the Lord operating through the life of a believer in Messiah Jesus in this new covenant, giving them a good name. Yes, folks, this is what people are looking for on the earth. This is who we're supposed to be in front of people. We're supposed to be those who have an authentic testimony. Yes, which also is part and parcel of having a great name. Well, let's look at Abram's blessed new name. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be called Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. You see, often the names given to people in the Bible are very significant and strategic. Yes, they're meaningful. And, and one meaning of the name Abram is exalted father. But remember, he had this name exalted father while he was elderly and his elderly barren wife, they had ha had no children but his name is Exalted Father. So what does the Lord do? 
he changes his name to Abraham while he's still childless, which means father of multitudes. How can this be? Well, because where the Lord gets glory is through him, him possible situations. Yes? Well, it gets, it gets even better when the Lord speaks to elderly and childless, childless, exalted father and changes his name to father of multitudes. It's in this setting that he promise him, promises him Isaac, the child of laughter. And by the way, Sarai also gets a new name. Let's check it out in Genesis 17. Then God said to Abraham, as for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. And I will bless her and also give you a son by her. Then I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? And shall Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? And Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. Then God said, No, Sarah, your wife shall bear you a son, and you shall call his name Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his descendants after him. So first notice that barren elderly Sarai, which means princess, is renamed Sarah, which means noble woman, like the wife of of a king. And though it was seen as a great curse in Sarah's day to be barren, the Lord says no. In his eyes, she is like a queen. And and not only do these great blessed name changes bless Abraham and Sarah, but by great heavenly multiplication, much of humanity will be blessed as their descendants certainly There's something very special about having Abraham as your father. Oh, hallelujah, that we are blessed sons and daughters of Abraham. Along with this great name in heaven that the Lord gave Abraham, he also was well-respected and had a great name on the earth. Sarah had passed away. Abraham is going to bury her. And look at these scriptures in this interaction with those he's buying land from to bury Sarah. Then Abraham stood up from before his dead and spoke to the sons of Heth, saying, I am a foreigner and a visitor among you. Give me property for a burial place among you that I may bury my dead out of my sight. And the sons of Heth answered Abraham, saying to him, Hear us, my Lord, you are a mighty prince among us. Bury your dead in the choicest of burial places. None of us will withhold from you his burial place that you may bury your dead. And consider this, that though Abraham's name is ancient it's been been very popular down through the ages all over the world and even still is in some cultures today now as we go to break and then come back when we return we're going to look at your blessed new name hallelujah watch therefore and be ready our messiah jesus commanded his followers to go and make disciples and we're confident in him that the Watch Therefore message is helping to make faithful servant disciples all over the world as the Watch Therefore television program is now seen in over 200 countries, potentially in 200 million homes. Join with us as we help others learn to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television ministry, 
We also have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, according to Romans 1.16, that tells us to take the gospel to the Jew first, blessing Israeli believers, and then to the nations, poured out for the nations. Blessing Israeli Believers was co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan, and myself as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus to be a shining light in Israel. And then to the nations with our ministry poured out for the nations, through which we take the gospel, discipleship, the Watch Therefore message to many countries in Africa and other places as well. Now let me tell you one of the best ways to follow along with what's going on in these ministries is through our, through our newsletters, Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations. You can sign up for our monthly newsletters. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up with the newsletter so you can know how to pray and partner with this ministry. I'm going to talk to you about prayer and financial support for our ministries, but first let me say this. If you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this program. It's our desire that you would be our guest and receive Messiah Jesus as your Savior and Lord. But for those who want to participate, you don't want to just be a spectator, but a participant. You can pray and give and help us in our kingdom work. We can partner together in getting out the Watch Therefore message, blessing Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus and partnering with them, and going to the nations with the gospel and discipleship and the Watch Therefore message. There's three primary ways that you can financially partner. You can give to the Watch Therefore television media. If you enjoy this program and are glad it's on the air in your area, you can help keep it on by praying and also sending in your financial support. Also, as you give, you can give to Blessing Israeli Believers, and then also our ministries poured out for the nations as you support our gospel and discipleship work in the nations. Go to watchtherefore.tv, find out more details, or you can send in a check and you can see on the screen how you can give by post. I encourage all of our viewers to get a copy of my new book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant. With a donation of any amount, we'll send you a copy of Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant. It's important that you put ATB in the notes section, either online or in the memo section of your check. Use the information on the screen there. This book will help you experience in greater measure the blessings the Lord has for you in this critical hour. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. Today we're looking at the third promise of the Abraham Covenant where the Lord promises to make Abraham's name great. And we left off where the Lord changes Abram and Sarai's names to their blessed new names, Abraham and Sarah. Which brings us to the next part of my teaching for my book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant, to this place where we talk about your blessed new name. You see, the moment you received Messiah Jesus as your Savior, you became a new creation. And as much as you embrace this new life in Messiah Yeshua, you can experience your new identity, calling, and the Lord's powerful, changing grace. But most importantly, you can embrace your destiny in Messiah Jesus. This is just the beginning. 
There is eternity that lays ahead of us in the next life. And even with the struggles and difficulties in this life, you can know the goodness and mercy of the Lord follows you all the days of your life. That's what Psalm 23, 6 says anyhow. Hallelujah. Well, Abraham overcame obstacles associated with leaving Babylon and believing in Elohim, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Then he sojourned in faith, overcoming many obstacles in the form of tests and trials. For us today, these struggles assist us in proving who we are as followers of the true and living God. Many who profess faith in our Savior, they're pretenders, but true followers of Messiah are overcomers. Look at Hebrews 11 with me. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise, for he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. And just as our earthly spiritual father Abraham overcame the obstacles and difficulties associated with his new identity, we must do the same. And having overcome, like our father Abraham, guess what else you will receive? upon graduating into the next life. Amongst other rewards, you will receive a new name that reflects your eternal and blessed destiny in the kingdom of Messiah Jesus. Oh, please hear what the Spirit of the living God says. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat, I will give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name written, which no one knows except him who receives it. That's in Revelation chapter 2. And, and think of this. The victorious athlete in the ancient Roman Greco Olympic style games would receive a prestigious white stone with his name inscribed on it. It will be a great victory. Oh, hallelujah. It will be a celebration for those who walked like Abraham in this life following Messiah Jesus and then received their white stone with their new eternal name written on it. Well, Hebrews 11, it speaks of those who faithfully believed in and followed the Lord before the time of the new covenant. Interestingly, as the writer of Hebrews explains and compares their faith to those of the New Testament times, listen to what he says of those of old, including our father Abraham. All these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise, God having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. And having said that, let's shift gears and let's talk about your personal testimony. You see, those of, the, those of us living in this generation should never forget, like so many do, that Bible prophecy is leaping off the pages of the book, declaring the rapture is imminent. It could happen any moment. And then, just around the corner from that, the second coming of Messiah Jesus. And there's a Bible passage 
that proclaims the valor of overcoming saints during the time of the greatest tribulation the world has ever seen. These are tribulation saints who declare something to us today. During this horribly difficult season, these tribulation saints will be under unimaginable pressure from the one called Antichrist in the book of 1 John chapter 4. Their winning strategy should be our battle cry for this hour leading up to that troubled season. Here it is. And they overcame Him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. You see, as we walk out our testimony in Messiah Jesus and seek after that heavenly city like Abraham, we will develop and establish a great name on the earth and our descendants, be they physical or spiritual, will have also a great name upon the earth. We'll be seen as having the right answers as the troubles of this world intensify during this increasingly perverse generation. We will be go-to people. People will see us as either those who are to hate and persecute, yet there will also be those who see us as the ones who have the answer. Yes, hallelujah. And as these troubles intensify on the earth, truly, we are the one with the answer. His name is Messiah Jesus, the only hope for anyone and everyone in this world. This brings us to living with the understanding of doing all for His glory. We who are saved have been called by our Heavenly Father to give our Savior glory, which is to worship our Father in heaven in spirit and truth. As we give our Savior Jesus glory and honor, that brings people to Him. We gain a great name in heaven and on earth by giving our Lord glory in every area of our lives. Our name becomes greater as we lose ourselves and forsake personal pursuit of glory and instead give King Jesus all the glory in every area, in every relationship in our lives. Now, some of these would include our marriage, our families, church or messianic congregations, workplace, social affiliations, and everything else. Yes? Listen to Proverbs chapter 3. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. It's when we think, speak, and live this way that the Lord gives us favor with people. Yes? As our name is becoming great in heaven, like our father Abraham's, it's also becoming respected amongst people here on the earth. This formula is so powerful that it can even bring peace between us and our enemies. Listen to Proverbs again. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. And our testimony should be a testimony of love. If we are to inherit the blessing of a great name like Abraham's, we have to pursue a personal testimony the Lord's way. He wants ours 
to be a testimony of love. If I repeated this on every program, it would be an understatement. Love God, the Lord, with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love people. Listen to Matthew 22. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. You see, this command to love the Lord and people His way, it's impossible without Him. And that's why we're commanded to live in a way that facilitates that we would be filled with the Holy Spirit, our great helper. Only those truly on their way to heaven can live this way. If we're filled with the Holy Spirit, we will walk by the fruit of the Spirit. And, and what's the expression of the fruit of the Spirit? It's Galatians chapter 5. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. And now that brings us to the time of activation. It's time to activate. I will make your name great. You see, I have activation points at the end of many of the chapters in my book. And so now it's time to walk this out. Now I'm going to give you two of the seven activation points. And when you get my book, you can see the rest of them. So the first one is today, prayerfully and faithfully begin to embrace your great name promise. Hallelujah. And number two, today, confess any sin to the Lord and anyone the Lord brings to your mind that you have wronged and repent of anything that has harmed your personal testimony. That's the second of the seven activation points. So walk those things out. And listen, you may be watching today, and as we close out the program, you may hear from the Holy Spirit. You may sense that you need to be saved, that you've never truly been born again. Listen, the first step is to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord, and let Him give you a new identity, one of forgiveness, where He forgives you of your sin, gives you a new life, and that new identity, and that that eternal blessed name is in front of you then in the next life. How do I do that? Repent, turn away from your sins in your heart and your mind. Begin now to turn away from your sins and receive Jesus as your Savior who died on the cross for your sins. He was buried on the third day. Hallelujah, he rose from the grave. Cry out to him, oh, save me, Lord. I want to follow you and I want this new life. And if you're doing that, there's information on the screen. Contact us, we'll send you a brochure to help you. Watch Therefore and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R. I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, 
are watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again Our conquering king On that day His sword will go forth To take back and restore What belongs What belongs to us